live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand up, God fearing, God loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Well, here we go, folks. We got another edition of Live from America. Welcome, everybody. God bless you. I see we got about a 1,000 people watching already. My, my, how that fills up fast. You are locked and loaded right here, folks, on LFA TV live from America, and I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting and brought to you by the Live Free or Die Granite State in New Hampshire, and it is a blessing to be here with you every single day. Big shout-out to Isabella Riley Moody. Big shout-out to my good friend, Anna Banana. Anna Perez with Wrong Think. Of course, Seth Holeshouse did a great job. Kevin Smith, Mike Crispy, Sean Farish, Another guy I know by the name of Jeremy Harrell who starts Rise Up every morning at 9 a.m. What a great day of programming, and it was another great successful day of programming here. Guys, look, you know, this has been quite a, uh, this has been quite a ride here. We are 23 weeks into LFA TV. We're on our 23rd week right now. And I don't know if there is another streaming network all day long that has seen the success or at least come through all the, the troubles and the, and the complications um, that, you, that, you, that you go through to have this without being a corporate funded uh, or, or a, a, an establishment funded network. This truly is a network that is powered by the people. 65%, almost 70% of our entire income comes from you the LFA family. At one day, that was 100%. But as the company grows and as more things are needed, you know, we needed to bring in some sponsors and you guys were so gracious. And I promised you we'd never bring sponsors that did not have our way of thinking. And it's been phenomenal. 23 weeks in. And ladies and gentlemen, we are just, as Mike Crispy says, we are just getting started. And let's go. Yes, I do have some updates on Carrie Lake. We'll be talking about that today. We've got a lot to get to uh, today, but I, I want to explain something to you guys. The art of trolling the mainstream media. Donald Trump showed us how to troll the mainstream fake news media. And out of the, the MAGA movement of 2015 and 16 came people like uh, Alex Stein, came people like Isabella Riley Moody. These people do not do what I do. Okay, Isabella does not do what I do. She is the master of trolling. So when she says things like, guys, I know I'm a woman and I know I'm stupid. She doesn't really believe that women are stupid. That is a troll statement that she makes because she is so heavily attacked by the left. 
and it's an art form. So once you start learning to talk that troll language, you really get it. Well, Carrie Lake and so many others, J.D. Vance, so many great patriots, um, when the spy balloon was flying over, they were posting pictures of themselves with their 12 gauges saying, hey, I heard there's a spy balloon that needs to be shot down. We'll do it. Obviously, everybody in the world knows that a 12-gauge shotgun would not be able to reach the balloon. But in that great um, uh, troll move that J.D. Vance and Carrie Lake and all them did, there was a message behind that that said, look, if you're not going to do your job as commander-in-chief, we'll do our job as we the people. But it was also a massive troll, and it did exactly what it was intended to do. And this is, this is, a, this is great to watch the mainstream media meltdown. Watch what they said about it on MSNBC. But even more so that we won't have to hear even more ridiculous responses from Republicans. <laughs> you had GOP lawmakers like J.D. Vance and Carrie Lake and Paul Gosar putting out pictures of themselves with guns, pretending that they could shoot it down. Just to be clear, a bullet fired straight up in the air might reach up to 10,000 feet. The balloon was up 60,000 feet in the air. The party of jokers making a bigger joke out of themselves. No longer have to hear about this balloon, <laughs> but even more... The, the, the party that doesn't understand what AR even stands for felt the need to go and Google research how far a bullet would go up if you shot it straight up in the air and said, just to be clear, just to be clear, who are you being clear with? Us? We already know this. We already know that. Just to be clear, a bullet fired out of a gun will only go up maybe 10,000 feet. This balloon was 60,000 feet in the air. <laughs> that is the art of the troll, ladies and gentlemen. And I got to tell you, Isabella Riley Moody is great at doing it. She's so good at doing it that even our own audience doesn't know that she's doing it. And it's, it's just really fun. And, I, and I, we got to give it to Donald Trump. Look, he showed us the art. He showed us how to, uh, to troll the mainstream media. So that was, uh, that was pretty incredible. Look, I, I want to thank the following people. And while I thank the following people, I would like you guys in the chat to tell me what your name is, where you're from, and anything else you'd like to say, and I'll try, I'll try to catch it in the chat. But right now, I'd like to thank Brandon Sturkey. One-time donation on JeremyHarrell.com of $50. Look at that. RobGirl65 in the Rumble chat just donated $25. Andrea donated $20, said keep up the work. And, of course, our lovely, wonderful Miranda Dolan jumped in there with her... Um, with her $10, I'd also like to thank Michael Blakeman, Kathleen Marcus, Stacy Pistagna, Doreen Davis, Nanetta Dougherty, Jeff Richardson, Michael Weed, Jane Satmary, Amelia Levanchi, Angela Aldridge, and Scott Patterson. God bless each and every one of you for helping fund and keep LFA going. Let's go to the chat here, folks. We've got Bargain Queen 14. We've got Meemaw Becky. How you doing? We've got Lisa Nakan. How you doing? Patrick Merrick. Good to see you. Ray Fries and Larry Reha. How you doing, Lisa? Good to see you. F. Graves is in the building. How are you? B.A. Palumbo. Texas Deb is here. Mary Ann, good to see you. Jean from Ocala, hello. We've got Gary from Clearwater, good to see you. We've got Jamie, thank you very much, Jamie from Pennsylvania. Kansas is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. We've got Carla watching. How you doing, Carla? Thank you for being here. Jen J is here. Anthea is here. 
This is Wendy from Florida. How you doing, girl? Good to see you. Patriot Donnie, how you doing, my brother? I love me some Patriot Donnie. I don't know. Just seeing that name gets me all pumped up and ready to fight. You know what I mean? I, just, I don't know what it is. Uh, J.K. Alba in the building. How you doing? Good to see you. Hope everybody in Nebraska is well. Moon, hello. How are you? Andy, good to see you. And one more here. Let's give it to Zoe. Karen from Texas. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here tonight and joining in. Uh, Folks, let's get right to the Lord tonight. And, um, you know, we had a very powerful rise up this morning. And I just want to play something for you, if I can. I hope she won't mind. I hope she won't mind. But I want to play a voicemail that I got today from somebody that I highly respect. I want to play it for you, if I can. I'm going to turn my mic up here. Good morning, Jeremy. Well, good morning on my end. Um, I wanted to say thank you. Um, I don't get a chance to watch your Rise Up show often because when your Rise Up show is, it's 6 o'clock on our end. Um, But I watched it today, and it helped me solidify the um, battle that I've been going on for a while now with my spirituality and my faith. I really hope that I could have the drive to wake up at 6 a.m. to watch your Rise Up live. (laughs) Um, But I just know, I just want to say thank you for everything that you're doing. Um, It impacts my life, and in turn, when my life is impacted, so are my children. So I I just want to say thank you, and keep it up, and I hope to hear from you soon. Have a good day. So that's like, ladies and gentlemen, I get messages like that all the time because of the Rise Up show. Now, I saw somebody in the chat said, Kathy said, I didn't get a shout out, so I'm out of here. I hope you're kidding, Kathy. Or maybe you can read 75,000 names every second and you could call every one of them out. But Kathy, big shout out to you. Big shout out to you. But yeah, it's truly great, ladies and gentlemen, to see that Rise Up show uh, actually do such good and bring such warmth and love and compassion and understanding about God and about Jesus to so many people. Rise Up is such a great way to start the day, and I can only pray that more of you will be able to get up early in the morning and become a part of it. So we have 3,000 people watching here on Rumble. I'll ask you all to please, as always, share the video, Rumble the video. Rumble just means clicking the little thumbs up. Just give me a little thumbs up, and we'll get going. February 9th, year of our Lord, 2023. The world is full of trouble, but I have overcome the world. I call, t- I call you to transcend your troubles by looking up to me. I'm training you to be an overcomer, unfettered by circumstances. I'm training you to be an overcomer. What do you think Rise Up is doing? What do you think Rise Up is doing? Training people to be an overcomer. You're an overcomer, right? You ever heard that song? Uh, Training you to be an overcomer unfettered by circumstances. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything be prayer. By prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Very, very famous verse. Also, John 16, 33 says... These things that I've spoken to you, that in me may have peace, in the world you will have tribulation, but be good cheer, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. 
And before you turn out the light, breathe in the peace of my presence, saying no to problems and yes to me. We were talking about that today, right? About this new Republican Party, that all we ever had to do was do what they're doing now. Just say no. No, you're not going to run over us anymore like this. You're not going to take our freedoms anymore like this. No, we're not going to put up with this anymore. No, no to the world. Yes to Jesus. No to the world. Yes to Jesus. Let's remove our hats now and let's go to the Lord in prayer. Please bow your heads, close your eyes, and just think of the cross while we say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. You know, folks, when I, think of, uh, when I think of what Jesus took for us, when I think of the punishment that he took for us, I think of him asking God, basically, why me? Why have you forsaken me? Why have you forsaken me? That's what I think of. When I think of the cross, I think of him looking up to God saying, why me? And still did it anyway. Absolutely incredible. What you got there? Prayers for Mazzy Paws, niece Sarah age 49, had a stroke after the second booster, has large stomach tumor and precancerous tumor in her esophagus. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Lord and Heavenly Father, we ask that you bring healing, healing and comfort. Remove the pain and remove the agony of cancer in our sister Sarah, Lord. We pray that no matter what your will is, you make it as easy as possible for her and her family. And we pray that you touch her heart and bring her home. Amen. Hard to hear that stuff, folks. Hard to hear. We've got a show to do. God wants us to do this show. Let's move forward with the first and foremost section. Please, folks, if you're joining in with some beautiful pecan or pecan, or pecan, however you say it, rise up coffee, or maybe you got the dark Sumatra gold. Let's have our first slurp. Here we go. All right, well, let's get to it. The Chinese spy balloon, ladies and gentlemen, we now are hearing that the Chinese spy balloon was definitely capable of not only collecting communications signals, but also sending communications signals. This is what we were worried about. Now, Lloyd Austin and the Secretary of Defense, hold on, they prematurely came out and said, oh yeah, no, 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 no. We, no signals got back to China. No signals got back to China. Well, A, how would you know? Oh, because we were watching the balloon the entire time that it came into any U.S. airspace. And we just tracked it and we took all the signals from it. No, you didn't. That's an absolute lie. You did not know what that balloon was capable of. Do you want to know how we know that? Because not only are you continuing to release information that you say you already had, well, obviously you didn't. Obviously you didn't have it, or you would have given that information to us. 
Instead, you are releasing this information as you are figuring it out from the wreckage. And we know this because you are you are touting how great of a uh, of an accomplishment it was to track it, allow it to grab all the information that it needed, and then shoot it down when it was safe. And you said the reason why it was so important to shoot it down where we knew it was safe was not only for the people below, but so that we could retrieve this, so that we could basically um uh take break it apart and reverse engineer what they were doing and find out exactly what they were doing. So they have no idea what was going on up there. And if you ask me, they have no idea, unless everything is a lie, which definitely could be, right? It could be a, not even a Chinese balloon. It could be an American balloon. But the fact of the matter is, folks, if they knew all of this, then they would have told us the day that, they, that we found out that it was up in the air. They would have been like, there's nothing to see here. Everything's cool. We got this. Like The cat was already out of the bag as far as us knowing that there was a balloon in the sky. But now we know because of them getting the, uh, getting the equipment and reverse engineering this equipment, right? Now we know exactly what this China spy balloon was capable of doing, and it was capable of collecting and sending communications signals. You know that it floated across the United States of America for seven straight days while being able to do that. The high-altitude surveillance balloon was spotted over the Aleutian Islands two Saturdays ago. Biden refused to shoot it down initially, then said shoot it down. Then the military said, no, we're not going to do that. And then they got their story straight after that. Like this, this is all stuff that you guys already know. Now, what we didn't know was the exact size of it. We didn't know the exact what was inside of it. We knew that there was explosives in it, right, to self-detonate in case, you know, it were to be found. The State Department said, yes, uh, today, that the Chinese spy balloon, which was 200 feet tall and carrying a payload the size of a jet airliner, had the tools to collect and send communication signals. The balloon was equipped with antennas, solar panels, large enough to produce power to operate multiple active intelligence collection sensors. Let me say that one more time. It had solar-powered panels that were large enough to produce power enough to operate, quote, multiple active intelligence collection sensors. The company, which is, by the way, unidentified, that constructed the spy balloon has direct ties to the People's Liberation Army. Now, this is a quote that I'm reading for you right now. The United States will also explore taking action against what they call the PRC. I'm going to say the CCP because that's what it really is. The entities linked to the PLA that supported the balloon's incursion into United States airspace. This is what the State Department said, referring to the People's Republic of China. But we all know that it's the CCP, but uh, Xi Jinping will not allow Beijing Biden to say those words, nor our State Department, nor any of our government agencies. They are not allowed to say CCP. Now, you notice that Matt Gates will say it. You notice that Jim Jordan will say it. You notice that the firebrands, people like myself, they will say it. But everybody who's under the thumb, they're not allowed to say CCP. Name me another time. Name me a time that you've ever heard a Democrat in the last two or three years say CCP. They won't say it. They say PRC. They're not the same. They are not the same. The PRC would allude to the fact that they are basically a republic that wants freedom. That's not what they're talking about. That's exactly the opposite of what the CCP is. 
exactly opposite of what the CCP is. Now, here's something even more concerning. Now that these committees are underway, the committee to... There's, there's now an investigation into the Chinese spy balloons, but there's also an investigation into the weaponization of our government agencies. Well, the same people sit on both. Matt Gates sits on both of those. And what you're about to hear with, with what Matt Gates was able to get um, exposed today to the public is that it's not these balloons that you have to worry about so much. It's the Chinese drones that everybody buys. It's the Chinese drones that you buy at Walmart. It's the Chinese drones that you buy at Amazon. It's the Chinese drones that you buy at your local hobby shop store. It's these drones that every child has, every kid has. It's these drones that content creators have. It's these drones that uh, X Games uh, people have, you know, the people that do the stunts in the air. They use them. Everybody uses drones now. Where are they made at? They're made in China. This is more deadly to us, more scary to the we the people than the spy balloon itself. I want to play this video with Matt Gates. This is going to blow your mind. And thank you, Matt Gates, for always keeping it real and having uh, Representative Gallagher as well to expose this. Uh, here's Representative Gallagher and Representative Matt Gates exposing the real problem, anything bought from China. Check it out. Another concern I have in the cybersphere is the threat presented by these DJI drones. I've seen report after report from the Department of Homeland Security about the capabilities of these drones to be able to collect intelligence, to transmit intelligence, and, and ultimately to impair our, our cyber defense infrastructure. How do you think we ought to think about these DJI drones? I'll step in there, and I'll tell you, I was sorely disappointed that the American Security Drones Act dropped out of the last uh, National Defense Authorization Act. It makes no sense that the Department of Defense recognized that these drones are unacceptable in our system and removed them and replaced them at some cost, yet other federal agencies, intelligence agencies, and law enforcement agencies are not being compelled to follow suit. Uh, we know that these systems can communicate back uh, to, uh, to, their, uh, to the servers of their, host, of their host company in China. And we know that those companies can be compelled by the Chinese intelligence agencies to provide information. If you'd asked me as the J3 at Paycom, what would be my dream scenario when I woke up in the morning? It would be that U.S. drones were flying up and down all Chinese critical infrastructure every night and sending photos and information back to my team so that I could easily target. Well, U.S. critical infrastructure companies are buying DJI and other Chinese drones at about 80% of market share, and they're flying up and down our pipelines, our electrical power grids, our water systems, and they have the opportunity to transmit that information, and the Chinese have the, the intelligence has the opportunity to request it. And oftentimes, are these DJI drones not provided to our local and state law enforcement agencies at incredibly low cost? They, they are, and um, in both Florida, as I'm sure you've experienced, in Texas, we've seen that, and, uh, and in Norfolk and San Diego. And I can't imagine what a Chinese drone would detect flying, uh, flying in uh, the San Diego and Norfolk areas um, you know, on a daily basis while doing legitimate law enforcement work, but also grabbing a good picture of everyone who's at, at every pier. Yeah, it, it, uh, it is deeply frustrating to think that our own law enforcement agencies are, you know, almost uh, being utilized, essentially being utilized by the Chinese Communist Party to engage in this activity. So, Mr. Chairman, I know you've got a, a lot of hats you wear, 
on this subcommittee and also working to chair the Select Committee on China. And I would suggest that the National Defense Authorization Act would be a wonderful place to nestle yep. some drone doctrine yep. for uh, defense against this uh, Chinese capability. Appreciate the testimony. And I'm still waiting to see who in Washington is defending these drones. Yep. I don't know why that legislation dropped out of the NDAA. Uh, maybe they'll, they'll perk up at some time. Maybe they'll perk up at some time. I don't know. He, like Matt Gates said, I'm still looking to find out who's supporting these drones. Who's supporting these drones? Why are these drones even allowed to be here in the United States to begin with? Folks, they have the capability. They're constantly sending back constantly. You wouldn't know it. Your boy wouldn't know it. Your daughter wouldn't know it. A normal person who's just trying to create content, they wouldn't know it. Oh, I got myself a drone made in China. Cool. Everything's made in China. Whatever. Don't think nothing of it. Throw it up in the air. You start gathering information. Guess what? They're automatically built to send that information back. Water infrastructure, waterways, uh, um, pipelines, um, power grids. You know what I mean? You've got TikTok. If anybody's got TikTok on their phone or any of these phones from China, more than likely they're in your homes. The drones and the spy balloons are getting all of the land. And just like Clay Clark said, he said, when you go buy a car, when you go buy a house, you want to take it for a test drive, right? You want to walk through the house, right? China is merely just giving the United States a test drive. They're making sure they know everything about this land before they occupy it. That is what Clay says. I agree. And we got to stop taking China lightly, folks. They are the number one enemy of the United States of America. The number one enemy of the United States of America. And when Donald Trump comes back, we need to wipe out the CCP once and for all. Wipe them out. If that means war, that means war. We need to get rid of these people who are going to take over the world by force, by nuclear power, if necessary. They're going to go to EMPs first. They're going to they're going to take out your critical infrastructure just like war is done today. War is not fought with two sides going face to face. War is fought strategically. War is fought digitally. And nobody in this world is waging war on this world more than China digitally, physically, in every way possible. Spies, physically, Fang Fang, sleeping with Eric Fartwell, that's a national security risk. That man should be in prison. That man should be in Gitmo, right alongside the J6ers. He did things 10 times worse than they did. But ladies and gentlemen, one of my favorite segments on this show, and we're going to bring it up right now. I need to remove my uh, headphones, okay? I need to get my mini-me. I need to get my rhino hat, folks, because it is time to go rhino hunting. Oh, we had, I guess we had, no, we, had no, uh, we had no sound on that. Either way, folks, it's rhino hunting time. Do we have sound on that? wonder why we had no sound on that. Oh, let's try that again. Let's try that one more time. Still no. There it is. There's the sound on that bad boy. Now we're going rhino hunting. And we've got to go rhino hunting for the biggest rhino of all. Miss Camel Toe, Mom Jeans, Mitt Romney, ladies and gentlemen. I know that's gross. I know that's too much information. But Mom Jeans, Mitt Romney, we've, uh, we've talked about him a lot in the news lately because he's such a loser. Such a, do we have the loser? Th- there it is. I'm a loser. Mom Jeans, Mitt Romney. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I have Mom Jeans, Mitt Romney, folks, praising Joe Biden. Literally praising Joe Biden. 
for waiting to shoot down the China spy balloon until after it crossed the entire United States of America. Republican, and I'm putting that in quotes, Republican GOP rhino Mitt Romney from Utah praised Joe Biden today for waiting until the China spy balloon had crossed the entire United States before shooting it down over water. Romney spoke to the reporters about uh, reporters after all senators classified briefing on the spy balloon. Romney's comments were reported by The Hill and uh, Senator Romney said that he was satisfied with the answers that he received from senior administration officials, including Deputy, uh, Deputy Secretary of State Wendy Sherman and all other senior uh, senators classified briefing on the incident. He said, my questions were satisfactory, uh, satisfactorily answered, and I believe the administration, the president, our military, and our intelligence agencies acted skillfully and with care at the same time Their capabilities are extraordinarily impressive, says Senator Mom Jeans Mitt Romney. And of course, Occupy Democrats retweeted and said Senator Romney breaks from his party to praise Joe Biden's decision to wait to shoot down the Chinese spy balloon over the ocean so that debris wouldn't rain down on Americans. If you think that Romney is absolutely right, retweet our tweet. These pieces of shift need to be pushed out of our party with the utmost force and urgency, ladies and gentlemen, because they are the death of this country. They are the death of America. 100%. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is going to conclude our first and foremost section. Wow. Sometimes I go a little bit too long. Here we are, half past the hour. Anyway, folks, let's highlight and love our sponsor, EnviroCleanse. If you could give any gift to help any of your family avoid seasonal colds, seasonal flu, COVID, dust, smell, or anything else, then what is better to get them than this EnviroCleanse unit? And of course, as I always say, don't take it from me. Take it from the people in the chat. They'll tell you. EnviroCleanse is the new science in home air purification, and they've just announced this massive, massive sponsorship, uh, what, three months ago with, with uh, LFA TV, and they've been here ever since. They've been here ever since because you guys are literally breathing better because you bought these awesome units, okay? The air circulating in, home, in your home from room to room, family members will be able to enjoy clean breathing. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll tell you what, my mom's house is so, my mom's apartment is so tiny, and she's, and she's got a dog, and she lives in Vermont, and Vermont's not the cleanest place in the world. A lot of dust, a lot of back roads, and uh, when my, when my uh, mom got this for Christmas, my sister went over there about two weeks after Christmas, and she was like, what'd you do to the place? My mom's like, what are you talking about? She goes, I can actually breathe in here. So it, my, my sister noticed it right away. But, folks, there are over 300,000 EnviroCleanse units in this country right now, and the Navy uses them abo- aboard their submarines to keep our Navy uh, breathing good, clean air. So go to ekpure.com, use the promo code LFA, and you can even pay payments on this thing, and it's worth it. I can promise you it's worth it. Hugh Dog says, shout me out or I'm going home. <laughs> there you go. There you go, corn dog, hot dog. Hugh Dog, I don't know what it is. Either way, who let the dogs out, right? Am I right? Who let the dogs out? <laughs> oh, anyway, folks, as, uh, as this new Republican Party 
has taken over these committees and commenced these investigations, um, it's all really started to come together. And, and now that they've launched these investigations, um, I gotta, I've got to play this video for you. But, but first, let me just... The hearing that you're about to see commence right now that I'm about to show you is the hearing for the weaponization of our federal agencies, right? The House Subcommittee on the Weaponization of Federal Government Agencies held their hearing today to discuss the politicization of the FBI and the Department of Justice, as well as the attacks on all Americans' civil liberties, especially with the uh, calling the moms and dads uh, terrorists and DVEs. They were just going to the uh, school board meetings. So I want to show you the, the stark difference here, the, the, the major contrast in the way a, a, an American patriot, an American first patriot like Senator Ron Johnson from Wisconsin talks about this, and then immediately to, uh, to <laughs> fake gangster and, and I guess the Crips new edition, little Jamie Raskin. I want you to hear the stark difference between these two, and you tell me, who you align with, and who is definitely a, uh, a risk to this country. Let's go ahead and roll this. Chairman Jordan, members of the committee, you have important work before you. Although you have been generous in granting me 10 minutes to offer my testimony, I have barely scratched the surface in describing the complexity, power, and destructive nature of the forces that we face. Our founders fully understood that government was necessary to avoid anarchy, but they also knew that government power was something to fear. That's why they devised a set of checks and balances to limit government, government's power and influence over our lives. Ideally, a free press would hold all government officials equally accountable. But with today's media mostly biased to the left, congressional oversight is needed now more than ever. And because the administration is not cooperative and transparent, Congress needs whistleblowers from agencies throughout the federal government. I urge men and women with integrity to come forward and reveal the truth. Senator Grassley and I will do everything we can to encourage bipartisan oversight in the Senate and stand ready to assist your efforts in any way that we can. Thank you. Now watch Thank the you, difference Senator Johnson. here. We look forward to your report. Uh, we hope that there this he is, coming, uh, the Crip gangster. Now recognize Representative Raskin for his uh, testimony. Chairman Jordan, uh, Ranking <laughs> Member Claskett, dear colleagues, our framers were Enlightenment thinkers who wrote us an Enlightenment Constitution. They wanted government to operate on the basis of facts, science, and common sense, not ignorance and superstition. They wanted America to usher in an age of reason. With the separation of powers, the framers constitutionalized Newton's third law of motion, checking every action with an equal and opposite reaction. And Congress in Article I was given the central role of legislating and making progress for our people. The oversight function is not specified in Article I, but the Supreme Court has always said that it's implied something necessary and proper for the legislative function. As Madison famously said, those who mean to be their own governors must arm themselves with the power that knowledge gives. <laughs> knowledge should your help you with that hair thing. Your subcommittee could conceivably become part of a proud history of serious bipartisan oversight stretching from the Teapot Dome investigation 
to the Boeing investigation, to the Watergate hearings, to the tobacco hearings, to the select committee on the January 6th attack. Or <laughs> it could take oversight down a very dark alley filled with conspiracy theories and disinformation. That's a what, place where facts okay. are the enemy. That's what he said. That's what he says that this new Republican Party is going to be. He's like, you can you can be like us, or you can just pretend that you're you, that you're telling the truth when really you're just spewing disinformation and misinformation and facts or fantasy and blah blah blah. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you look out, uh, be on the lookout for Lil Jamie Raskin's new uh, album coming out called OG Crip Gangster. And it's going to be fire. I, I, I hear some of the titles of the song are Walk This Way, uh, Crip Walk On These Hoes, and uh, The Right Wing Are Racist. Oh, yeah, it's going to be fire. It's going to be fire. I can't wait for Lil Jamie Raskin's CD to drop. I mean, I guess they don't make CDs anymore, right? <laughs> anyway, folks, the left is sharding themselves, right? They're imitating Joe Biden, and they are truly sharding themselves over the fact that they are about to all be investigated. So they sent out little Jamie Raskin, hopefully, to scare the bejesus out of the Republicans. They put the do-rag on him, sent him out there, and there he is. little Jamie Raskin, crip-walking all over the Senate, <laughs> all over the House floor. Unbelievable. Or as Mike Crispy would say, amazing. Incredible. <laughs> Ooh, meanwhile, sleepy, creepy uh, Uncle Joey Applesauce is uh, out spewing bunch of, a ton of lies all over the country about Medicare and Social Security. And, and, you know, he was called out for that the other day. But, ladies and gentlemen, Joey Applesauce is busy. You can, he, he cannot be bothered, folks, because he's out there talking with his 81 million voters. The 81 million voters who just show up in droves every time this man rolls through town. Oh, you, you don't believe me? I think I, got the, I think I got the video. If you want to pop that over, here we go. <laughs> Folks, look at the 81 million. Look. Look at that. Absolute pandemonium. Absolute pandemonium. Did you see the crowd? Did you see how epic it was? Donald Trump could only dream of having a crowd that size. Let's see his 81 million one more time. Look at this. Wow, man, you were right, left wing. He really did get it, didn't he? The man shows up. And 81 million people don't show up. 81 people don't even show up. As a matter of fact, let me go through. Let's count. Let's count together, shall we? Bring it back up on the screen here. Let's see. We've got, in my, per I got the cursor right here. Well, let's see. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. You probably got about 10 people back there. You got about 16 people in a row. Folks, you don't even have 81 people in the freaking room. 81 million? Unbelievable. And then he goes on to think, he thinks there's trillionaires. Folks, he thinks that there are trillionaires in the United States that aren't paying their sh fair share. Let me just tell you this. Yeah, I know he's got cancer, guys. I'm, <laughs> I'm not making fun of the guy because he has cancer. I, I'm the one who reported the fact that he had cancer. But uh, he thinks we have trillionaires. And, 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 and let me just say this. If we did have trillionaires in the United States of America, first of all, they would be politicians. Second of all, they should be paying their fair share because they've got all the money in the world, apparently. Listen to this. You think a trillionaire should be saying at 3%? Look, I'm a capitalist. Wait. 
I, if you can make a million or a billion, I, I said trillion. If you make a billion or a million dollars, God love you. <laughs> you got all these trillionaires out now. The pepper fair share. Come on, man. You think a trillionaire should be saying at three percent? You think a trillionaire should detain a pain of three percent? Did you? Do you? Do you? Do you think a trillionaire should be paying at three percent? Crying out loud! What's wrong with you? I'm a capitalist, man. Come on. Think a trillion? Bunch of true international professors around here. I'll tell you that. Old Sleepy Joe. True Let's go. To the, let's, let's bring up the Rumble Chat. Let's see what the Rumble Chat is saying about old Sleepy Creepy Uncle Joey Applesauce. Let's see. What do we got here? What do we got going on here? If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. <laughs> I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international Oh, Just because he has cancer doesn't make him a good person. He needs prayers, and that's all he gets from me. No, I agree. I've already prayed for Jamie Raskin. I just think he looks like he's on, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's from the hood. Jeremy, did I miss you if you touched on James O'Keefe? Well, we talked about James O'Keefe this morning, but you've not missed the, uh, the big point tonight. No. He's a millionaire, and we had to pay for his fence. That's right. That's right. Jill Bay, Kamala's husband. Yeah, I know. Something's going on there. Something's going on there. Corn Pop was a bad dude. <laughs> yeah, he was. He sure was. But every time we check in on Joe Biden, folks. Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. Yes, you are, Joe. Yes, you are, Joey Applesauce. Uh, folks, Joe, Joey Applesauce, He was uh, the last time that he was actually held any kind of uh, office was... Um, when he was vice president of the United States and when he was vice president of the United States under his overlord and his Lord and savior, Barack Hussein Obama, uh, when he was there, um, the dollar inflation and the dollar was just like it is now, but not even as bad as it is now. And the last time Joey Applesauce oversaw anything, the dollar, the bottom fell out of the dollar. The housing market crashed. Oh, it was George Bush's fault. Remember, it was always George Bush's fault. Everything that ever happened seemed to be George Bush's fault, right? Well, folks, I'm going to just tell it to you. The last time the economy looked like this, gold went up 1,300%. Silver went up 800%. 401ks were destroyed in 2008, 2009, 2010. Started bouncing back a little bit more towards 2012. So we've been going through this now for about two years. If history is to tell us anything, we still got about, I don't know, uh, three years left of economic downturn of the dollar being destroyed. So folks, do your best today to call 855. Actually, the best thing to do is just go to goldco.com slash live, and it'll take you right to where you need to go. You can set up an appointment right there to talk to somebody. They'll give you a free gold IRA kit. You'll get a free consultation with them. You'll be able to talk about, hey, I cannot stand to see my 401k do this anymore. I've been talking. I've been listening to everybody and what they've been saying. I've been putting it off too long. I'm not going to put it off anymore. And just talk to them. It might not be gold. It may be silver. It may be palladium. It may be copper. Copper's massive right now. If you own copper, you're going to be rich, just, just so you know. If you own a ton of copper, you could literally become rich. So, folks, just go to goldco.com slash live, okay? And uh, we've got the, the description, uh, the link in the description, and go there and, and, and talk to them today. And just see if it works out for you. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Let's get back to it. 
the GOP rhinos tried to stop Donald Trump in 2016. Right? And I, and I, and I, I think, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, every single one of those rhinos looked like an amateur up against Donald Trump. Do you remember? He had 16 Republicans up on that stage with him, and every single one of them had massive donors. Every single one of them had big names. They've been around for a long time. Some of them even had family dynasties, like the Bushes. Remember low-energy low, low, uh, Jeb Bush? So you had Jeb Bush. You had Ted Cruz. You had Rand Paul. Who else did you have up there at that time? I think Chris Krispy Kreme Christie was up there a couple times. Who else did you have up there? Uh, John Kasich, right, from Ohio. Uh, who else was up there at that time? Um, Marco Rubio, remember the, the hands, the tiny hands, Rubio, there was just, there were so many big names and they couldn't even touch him. They couldn't hold a candle to him. Every time one got in a fight with him, they were farther to the end on the next debate and they, they had a plan and their plan failed. It didn't work. And now ladies and gentlemen, those same people, those same rhinos, they're putting another plan in place. They think they're going to be able to stop this man again. And I want, to, I want to go through with you how the GOP establishment is plotting to stop Trump in 2024. It's 2016 all over again. A new report highlights the GOP strategy, the rhino strategy, to stop Trump in 2024. Part of it, they are trying to get some candidates to bow out to increase the chances of one candidate winning. It, in this case, is the possibility that once again, Donald Trump will prevail over a splintered Republican field, getting the same 30 to 40 percent that he received in the early primaries of 2016, enough to win the nomination. He is a Republican donor and a bundler, a Wall Street financier who regularly hobnobs with senior Republican officials who also was uniquely for his tribe an early and enthusiastic supporter of Donald Trump. His request for um, anonymity speaks to the bizarreness of this political moment where even one-time staunch supporters of the former president, they say, are reluctant to say out loud what they and their cohort all say privately. That should um, the former president win the primary again, he would be very likely to lose again to Joe Biden, even if some polls show him uh, ahead of his 2020 rival. In this comment echoed in interviews with dozens of Republican Party members, donors, strategists, and grassroots leaders, many of whom say that it is the conversation they are all having privately among themselves too. How to make sure that Trump doesn't once again take advantage of the split field and walk away with the Republican nomination, costing the party not just the presidency, but a chance to retake the Senate and hold the House. So just this week, Both the Koch brothers, affiliated Americans for Prosperity, and the anti-tax behemoth Club for Growth signaled that they were looking to rally around a Trump alternative. And with the Iowa caucus now just 11 months away, party insiders say uh, say that this question, how to stop Trump, is the one that they need to find the answer to before too many contenders start piling on in the race. And I can tell you right now who they're looking at. They're looking at two people. They're looking at two people that might be a possible ticket. Ron DeSantis and uh, Nikki Haley. Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley are who they are trying to get to run together to beat Donald J. Trump. Why? Because they're saying that Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley will actually appeal to the independents. And Steve Bannon said, the forces of evil gather to take down Trump and with it, MAGA. My question to you is, 
What do you think about that? Because right now, if you take all the polls and put them all together, here's what you've got. Trump at 57%, DeSantis at 28%, Pence at 5%, Cruz at 3 Haley at 2 Cheney at 2 and Tim Scott at 1 And if you go head-to-head, Trump versus DeSantis, you take all the major polls together, what you get in, of an average is Donald Trump is beating him by 20%. So here's my thing. The GOP is going to use Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley, and they're going to use them to say, hey, if these two come together, you get two different, uh, two different conservatives, two different Republicans that will appeal to MAGA and to the independent base. This is how we're going to beat Trump. So let me just say this one more time. Ron DeSantis, if you run against Donald Trump, and, I, and, I, and I'll be consistent in saying this, but this is their plan. This is their plan. If you run against Donald Trump, kiss any, any, any opportunity that you ever had from being president away. Bye-bye. DeSantis, please do not let the GOP do this. Please do not let them coax you into doing this. Please do not let them pump you full of whatever it is that they're filling your head with to make you think that you can beat Trump. You can't. You can't beat the man. And you're only going to hurt actually making America great again. So I don't care what pissing contest that Trump and DeSantis have. I'm not calling on Trump to set it aside because Trump's got an, Trump has an agenda and he's got unfinished business. I'm calling on DeSantis to put it aside right now. Right now. And everybody needs to go to Ron DeSantis's page right now, all of his social media, unless you want him to run, and then that's your prerogative. But if you are a Trump supporter and you are Trump over anyone else, then please go to Ron DeSantis's page. Do not be rude to the guy. He's a great governor. He's a great conservative. He's just allowing the wrong people to bend his ear right now. And just say to him, look, I love you. I love what you're doing, but it's not the right time. Maybe, just maybe, if millions of people do this, Then it'll stop him because it's only going to hurt him in the long run and us. And we can't have that, folks. We can't have that right now. And so while they're while they're planning to take down Donald Trump and use Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis to do it. uh, Donald Trump just got his Facebook and his Instagram back. Meta just restored President Trump's Instagram and his Facebook. So now he's got Instagram again. He's got Facebook again. He's got Twitter again. He's able to use all three of them in June. That is when his uh, contract rolls up with, with True Social. He'll have True Social. He'll have a bigger MAGA party than he's ever had before. He's got all of us on the ground who've been busting our tails for two years. How do you think this is going to play out, Ron? I mean, I'm, trying to be, I'm not trying to be like a, uh, a cheerleader for Trump here when I say this. I'm being honest. If I was looking at Ron DeSantis in his eyes right now and he was here, I would say, what's the end game here? What is the end game here? We're not your enemy, but you're going to make us your enemy if you do this. Don't do this. I'm telling you. Nobody understands MAGA better than us. DeSantis sure as hell doesn't understand MAGA better than you do. Better than vegetarian, better than Victoria, better than Patriot. He does not. So it's going to take you to stop him from letting the GOP bend his ear. I'm telling you, folks. And I want to say this, too. Big shout out to Mike Crispy. Because when I was talking about this in the very beginning, Mike Crispy was the only other person, the only other people that had the courage to talk about this. 
even our own LFA family was like, how dare you play off into this mainstream media feud that they're trying to cause between Trump and DeSantis. We weren't even listening to the mainstream media. Mike and I were listening to people that we know that are in the campaigns. If you make your bed, you lay in it. That's, that's what it comes down to. And it is a free country. You are right, Lacey. It is a free country. He has the right to run, and all of you have the right to go vote for him. I'm just telling you that it, because it's not his time, there's too many of us to stop him. Big shout out to Mike Crispy for that. What do we got here? 53 minutes in? Okay, uh, we got to get to the Project Veritas stuff. So I'm going to skip the Catholic stories. I had some stories about Catholic kids and teachers and and the FBI calling Catholics radicals, which is absolutely out of this world crazy. But we've got to get to this leaked letter from Project Veritas. This is what everybody's been waiting for, and this is what I told you in the uh, description of the video. But, folks, we do have the letter that was leaked that was targeting James O'Keefe from, apparently, Uh, And we have names. We have names and everything, folks. Names and everything. Let me just go to the top of the story, okay? In the letter, 16 staffers listed as the following. And if you really, really want to make sure that you... Maybe we will make a short clip of this. We will. Let's start it right here. Ladies and gentlemen, here is the letter that was leaked out of Project Veritas of supposedly the 16 staffers who wrote this letter and all signed this letter uh, to the board of directors there uh, to get James O'Keefe put on paid leave. In this letter, the 16 uh, staffers listed as Michael Michael Villani, Eric Spracklin, Mario Balaban, Jake Mantle, Patrick Van Doon, Sale... Gail, uh, Sale Gallie, Arden Young, Preston Scagnelli, Bobby Har, H-A-R-R, Bethany Rolando, Joanne Sumner, Jillian Piotrowski, Jonathan Bailey, Joshua Hughes, Nikki Mayhaj, and Angelo Martinez. Those 16 individuals wrote and signed a letter and saying and accusing James O'Keefe of being so power drunk that he's become a power drunk tyrant and he is exactly who he pontificates on who we should be exposing. That's what they said. Other statements also cite professional relationships that apparently soured between O'Keefe and others, including an instance where O'Keefe called Spencer Meads a wussy with a P in front of it. He said James went as far as to call Spencer a wussy with a P in front of it in Vegas, and Spencer heard him say it. Both of these guys were mission-driven and suffered through it. They were raided, and James still called Spencer that name. He never forgave them for making a decision to leave their own mental well-being, the letter reads. Issues cited include that airing grievances has led to termination, which uh, has prevented the undersigned from previously speaking up. Lack of transparency in decision-making was a concern, as well as O'Keefe being difficult to work with, belligerent and mean, with bullying listed as a concern. I'm sure Eli could say some of that. 
I'm sure Eli could say some of that about me. This is a tough business. Sometimes we get a little mad. Sometimes we get a little uh, filled with piss and vinegar, and we don't know what we're saying. This is a crazy business. And are you kidding me? This man started this company. He gave your worthless butts a job. He is in control. You don't get to cry. Uh, 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 uh. Others took issue with O'Keefe's foray into musical theater, saying all this theater stuff and how that, uh, how that is handled makes me very uneasy. I understand it's rationalized as raising awareness for our brand, but the cost of that both in financial sense as well as personnel and resources becomes priority, priority over why donors actually give us money, which is to conduct undercover investigations which expose waste, fraud, and abuse. And in the end, we are in a deficit it now our fans and potential fans beyond do not respond positively to all of that stuff because they want it because they all want it uh, for us to carry out our mission now let me talk about that please by the way ladies and gentlemen rumble this video we do not have nearly the amount of rumbles we need but let me just play this for those people at project veritas cry baby i'm a and I'm not what I appear to be. Project Veritas has been hemorrhaging followers in the wake of the news that its creator and founder may be iced out, with staff and board attempting to continue without the man who made the company. Let me make one thing very clear. Project Veritas, you are done. You are done. For even putting James O'Keefe on administrative leave, you are done. If James O'Keefe does not come back in his rightful place, where he should be with his rightful title, you are done. We will bankrupt you. You will be another liberal, woke company that's gone broke. You do not get to call the shots. Your donors do. LFA TV is powered by the people. I would never, ever, 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 ever do something that made you upset to the point that is unethical and is wrong. I may make uh, minor decisions that you don't like. I get it. I know some people are like, Jeremy said that he would never have a sponsor. No, I said I'd never have a large, massive corporation that dictated what we say as I brought on a sponsor. I did say that. Well, Jeremy said that, and I didn't like the way he did that, and he said a swear word. Those are minor things. I'm talking about straight-up major, major things. I would never betray your trust like that, ever. And if I did, you have every right to never give another dollar ever, ever again. Michelle, Jeremy, if it's his company, how can, he fire, how can they fire him? Because in order to grow Project Veritas, they needed backing. They needed they needed funding, right? We all do. If you want to grow a company, you need funding. What I do is I try to find alternative ways of funding. I make coffee. I sell clothes. I have partnerships. I have sponsors. If we can't make our money, we'll figure out a way to make it or else we won't be here. That means nobody wants to watch us. We'll bounce. But, but Project Veritas needed so much money, they brought in investors. And when you bring in investors, what happens is you got very big hands in very, very shallow pockets, and they want everything you have. So in order for them uh, to feel good about their investment, they want shares. They want ownership. They want decision-making. They wanted a board. So a board was created. And when a board is created, they can do just what they did to Steve Jobs. They can say, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. Get the hell out of here. And that's exactly what they're doing to James O'Keefe right now. And by the way, don't think for a minute that none of, the, that none of this has to do with anything with Pfizer. Of course it does. Of course it does. 
And I wouldn't be um, surprised if Project Veritas threw all those people under the bus just to make themselves look innocent because Pfizer was really behind this. I don't care what the reason is for. I really don't. I really don't. It is wrong on every level. And Project Veritas, you should be ashamed of yourself. And I want all of you to go to their social media accounts if you want to have your own free will and let them know. And let them know what you think of this. When this studio was built, Real America's Voice News wanted to pay for this. This studio was $20,000. Remember, we raised the money. I told you what it was. This studio that I'm in right now, that you see here, and the stuff that you don't see in front of me, and to pay to help, have help build this studio, and all of the wires, and all the cameras, and all the lights, and all the... This is a $20,000 studio. Now, it's not a state-of-the-art studio, but it's a pretty good studio. Real America's Voice wanted to pay for this. I was like, oh, that's great. Heck yeah. Good thing I have a smart wife. My wife said, don't, don't let them pay for that. Raise the money with the LFA family. They will help you get the studio. Make it your own. Never, ever give anybody anything. And I knew that anyway. I knew that anyway. I was just looking for a way to not have to have the, Amer- the uh, LFA family pay $20,000, right? I, I'm a penny pincher. I'm a Scrooge when it comes to that stuff. I don't like to spend money on things that you should not spend money on. So I didn't want to, I, I, I was just like, okay, well, they'll pay for it, right? My wife said, don't do it. Don't do it. Because the minute you go against the grain, the minute you decide not to be on RAV, which we had plans on creating LFA TV anyway, the minute you do that, they're going to come and take that studio down. And I'm going to tell you this. When I left RAV, I didn't leave under bad pretense. I, there was nothing really bad going on. I just wanted to create LFA TV. There were some things going on that I didn't like, but I, didn't, I wasn't an employee of theirs. I just had my show on their network like Seth Holshouse has his show on LFA TV. That's it. There was no payment. I never got a penny. I never got a red cent from RAV. Do you want to know who paid to wrap that Save from America, uh, Life from America, Save America Freedom Tour? You guys paid for that. RAV didn't pay for that. They didn't pay for that. Do you know when we went out on the Save America Freedom Tour, RAV didn't pay for all the gas. I had to pay for half of it with donations that came in for this company. And when I left and I said, I'm starting LFA TV, they tried to bully me. I have never said this, but I'm going to say it now because I think it needs to be said. I never want to throw anybody under the bus because that's not how we do things here. But this, since this is such a relevant story with what's going on in Project Veritas, I have to tell you. You guys wonder why you haven't seen a lot of people on the show lately? A lot of the people that you used to see come on the show? You want to know why? Because RAV reached out to them and told them not to come on LFA TV. Do you know how, I wouldn't say threatened, but do you know how bullied I was because Anna wanted to have a show on LFA TV. Rav said that she could not do both. You know what she said? See you later. Do you guys remember when you would go on Real America's Voice? 43 Gators says, yeah, you're sounding like Anna today. Yeah, because we were talking about this. And I think the LFA family deserves to know. I think they deserve to know. When, when, when we would send them our short clips, you know the short clips you guys see? They would put them on their Instagram and stuff, and they would blow up. 
if you remember. They'd get 80, 90, 100,000 views. They would blow away Steve Bannon's short clips. I'm not saying I'm better than him. I'm just telling you the truth, what happened. And do you know what happened after that? The owner of RAV gave the order to the third-party company that handles their social media not to, not to share my stuff anymore. Do you want to know why? They told them not to share my stuff anymore because I wasn't an employee of RAV and I wasn't representing the, the, uh, the RAV brand as an employee and that I was, gr- I was growing too big for RAV. So they were, they were keeping me in this spot because they didn't want me to keep going and like blowing up all of their other hosts. I was getting more views than Kirk. I was getting more views than Bannon on the social media side, not on the actual side, on the TV side. So when I saw that happen, I just said, you know what? This is God telling me it's time to start LFA TV. I wasn't mad. I wasn't mad at all. But that's the dirty stuff that these people try to do to keep the truth from getting out because they're afraid somebody's going to blow up and become bigger than them. You think I really care about that? I don't care. And the only reason I'm airing this laundry is because to show you guys what happens in this business. It is a cutthroat business of millionaires and conservatives who say they're doing it to save the country, and they're not. So yeah, we got blacklisted, and we got blackballed, and I never cared. Okay, whatever. This is about LFA family. This isn't about who comes on the show, who we interview. No, that's not why they took me off 10 p.m. So do you want to know that story? Eli, if you don't want to stay late, you can go ahead. I'm, I'm airing out some dirty laundry. Okay? Just make sure you uh, help me out with that other stuff before you go. Okay? I'm airing out some dirty laundry. You guys wanted to hear it? Let's hear it. Let's go. Let's do this. When I started helping RAV, they never hired me. Never. I was banned from Facebook. I was banned from Twitter. I was banned from YouTube. I had nowhere to go. They said, how would you like a show on RAV? I said, that would be incredible. It'd be awesome. Very grateful. You think they were doing that? Because I was in the old studio. I didn't have a high-tech studio at the time. I didn't have a high-tech studio at the time. There was nothing about me that would have made RAV better. What they were doing is they didn't have a 10 o'clock hour. They were trying to get into the night game. And they knew that they could put somebody on like me who was a little bit over the edge at nighttime because they wouldn't get, hand, they wouldn't get hassled by Pluto. They wouldn't get hassled by uh, Roku or Firestick or any of the other ones. So they put me on at 10 o'clock. And they did help me. They did. They were great at first. They helped me like hone my show and make my show segments. They showed me how to actually have a show. And I was forever grateful. That's why you've never heard me say a, a bad thing about them. So I, 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 I helped build their 10 o'clock hour for them. And I got to tell you, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy doing Life from America uh, for, for, for myself and for you guys and Real America's Voice News. I had to switch everything around. Production had to be different. Lower thirds had to be different. The way you did things had to be different. It wasn't easy to give them a show every day, but I did because they gave me a platform and we had a you scratch my back, I scratch yours relationship. That's what it was. 
So I helped build that 10 o'clock hour for over a year. For over a year. Now, I'll tell you this. They were good in the fact that they never told me what I could and couldn't say because I would have told them to stick it where the sun don't shine anyway. But then one day, and this is where it all started going, boo, and I just said, you know what? I got to walk away from this before I get too mad. Voter said, move on, please. The show's already done, voter. I'm telling a story now. The show's done. The show is done. These people want to hear the story. I'm telling the story. So I built the 10 o'clock hour for him. And then one day I looked on social media, on Instagram, and I saw Drew Hernandez, new show, 10 o'clock, weekdays, Eastern time. I said, that's got to be a typo. That's got to be a typo. And again, I'm not complaining at all. Somebody said, you're complaining. No, I'm not. I'm finally telling you guys this story because you wanted to hear it. And it's relevant to this. So if you don't like this because it's not news, I apologize. We'll be back with news tomorrow. The show's already over. So I looked at it and I saw Drew. And I know Drew. And I'm like, what the heck? Oh, Brian Lausch says, cry, cry, cry. Guess what, Brian? (laughs) We're going to put you in a little timeout, girl. We're going to put you in a timeout, girl. Bye-bye. So anyway, moving on. So I, I, I looked down, and I, so I called Rav, and I'm like, hey, what's going on? I, um, this says 10 o'clock, is that right? And they're like, yeah, he's going to be at 10 o'clock now. And I said, oh, well, what does that mean for Life from America, and when is that happening? They're like, it's happening tomorrow. Tonight's your last night at 10 o'clock. Sorry, we wanted to tell you. It's not nothing. You were doing great. It's just that this new deal that we signed with TPUSA, Gave, it, gave us Charlie Kirk, Jack Posobiec, and Drew Hernandez. And they signed a massive, massive deal with, with uh, Charlie Kirk to be on RAV. So when they had all this money invested into Charlie Kirk, he got to say, we want this hour, this hour, and this hour. And they gave it to him. And they gave him that hour. And they just went and set me aside. Guess what? Wasn't even mad. Do you know what I was really mad about? I was mad that they didn't give me ample time to tell the audience. I didn't care because my show was replayed there. My show was done at 5 o'clock and then we gave them the recorded version. And they would play it at 10 o'clock. So it didn't matter to me really. What really mattered to me was the audience that they, weren't not, they were no longer going to get me at 10 o'clock. Do you know that I still get messages every single day? Can you come back to Real America's Voice? Can you please come back to Real America's Voice? They didn't even tell me that they were pushing me. So I called them. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Yeah, we're doing this now. Sorry. And I'm like, okay, no big deal. It would have been nice to know so I could have told the audience. That's all. So that happened. Then the social media thing happened. And I was like, you know what? I had already started, like, started to build LFA TV. And I said, I called them one day and I said, today will be my last show that I give you guys. It's been great to be with you. Why? Why? Where are you going? I said, well, I just, I'm, I have to focus on LFA TV. It, costs, it takes a lot of time and money to do Real America's Voice News, especially when you're not paying me. So anyway, long story short, ladies and gentlemen, that's the kind of stuff that happens. And I, when we started this, I said, look, we're going to build this completely different than anybody has ever done this before. It is going to be a streaming network. Everybody's going to produce their own show from their own studio. 
There's not going to be a, a centralized place where they can take us all out. We're going to build a cancel culture free uh, place. And I'm not going to pay people because I don't have all this money to be here. If you want to be here, be here. And let's create something together. And guess what? God ended up bringing the people that you see here today. And that's how we all got here. That's how we all got here. And it's great that it happened that way. And I have no problem with RAV. Look, I love RAV because Ben is there and they're taking care of Ben. I love them for what they do. This is what we needed to do. And the only reason I'm telling you guys this story is because you deserve this story. That's why I'm telling it to you. It's because you deserve it. You deserve to know how this all happened. And I never wanted to say it because I never wanted to sound like I was saying anything bad about them. But it's hard to not sound like you're saying anything bad about them when you're telling the truth about what happened. And then what they tried to do to get me to not bring Anna aboard, they wanted to fire Anna and they wanted me not to bring her aboard. They wanted to leave her out in the dust. They wanted to leave her with nothing. They were going to fire Anna and they were going to leave her with nothing. And she said, see you later, bye. So there you guys go. That's the truth. That is how Jeremy Harrell got from one place to another, and that's how we're here. So when I read this stuff about Project Veritas, you can darn well bet it makes me very angry because I know what that man must be going through. I know what I go through. That man must be going through 10 billion times more than me, way more stress. So anyway, guys, I just want to bring up the chat real quick so you guys can see this. You guys are saying a lot, and I don't want you guys to be mad or, or, or upset with Rav. Think about it. If it, wasn't for them, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have get, been able to get here. I am very grateful. Thank you guys for the donations. God bless you. Thank you so much. I am very grateful for what Rav did to me. Forever grateful. I ask God to bless them all the time. But folks, this is, this is what happened, and I think, oh, thank you, Barbara Peters. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much. This is what happened, and you guys, this is, your, this is your company as much as it is mine. Matter of fact, maybe even more so. You guys just made me the CEO of it, so I get to make decisions for what's best for the company. But what these other companies do, you will never, ever, ever, ever see LFA TV do, ever. I would rather close shop than have to deal with that. So anyway, guys, uh, I'm going to let you go. <laughs> it's late. Uh, I wanted to tell you that story. Uh, I will never, ever, ever lie to you or keep anything from you. Again, the only reason that I never told that story is because I didn't want it to come back on Rav. But now that the story's brought up, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to sidestep it and not say it? I can't do that. I could never do that. So anyway, folks, that's the story. That's the show for the day. I'm going to bounce. I'm going to let you go. I love each and every one of you. God bless you. Thank you for being here. Uh, please visit JeremyHarrell.com. We got a big overstock sale list on there. $15 for each item there. I'm reading your comments. I see them all. Thank you so very much. Also, Mike Lindell, he's got a huge overstock sale. You can use the promo code LFA there as well. Uh, Jeremy, have always loved your show since the backyard days. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, man. Cowboy Logic would be fun to have on LFA. All the people, I think a lot of people on Real America's Voice News are great. I still love them. I still pop into their chats every now and then. So, you know, 
Nothing but love and respect, folks. I just wanted to tell you the story because you asked to hear it. Anyway, listen, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I got to go. I got to get home. I got kids to see and feed and eat myself, so I'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Please go back and rumble all the other shows. Get us way up high in the leaderboard, folks, and remember to keep a smile on your face, keep your families close, and whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. Peace!